we all have jobs in this world and no job is better than the other. One job may get more notoriety than another, but there's a reason why after every TV show or every movie, hundreds of names roll in the credits. And those people have to be on their A game to make what you do look amazing. It's just that you get the credit for it. But without those people, none of your stuff will work. Hey, I'm Kozen, an intuitive life coach for women who have experienced emotional trauma in their lives. Welcome to Lifers Podcast, designed to strengthen and nurture the interior parts of you that is your inner self. Here, I and my special guest provide you with love, light, and insight. We also expand your awareness so that you can live as a healthy adult from within to create sustainable, lasting change in your life. New episodes of Life First Podcast airs bi-weekly on Sundays and is available on all major podcast platforms. Get ready to nourish your inner self. Community, today I am ecstatic because we have... Anthony Dalton here. It's been a long time coming, but he is here today. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. You all know him from playing Calvin on Sisters. We got a lot of Sisters fans in here, including myself. Anthony, welcome so much to Life Verbs Podcast. Please share more about yourself and maybe something that we don't know about you. Uh, well, first, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, Something about me, um, well, born and raised in Indianapolis, graduated from the University of Akron with a theater degree, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Moved to Atlanta, Georgia in 2010 with $400 in my pocket and a 97 Oldsmobile Aurora that barely could drive. Um, but just a kid who had a dream about, you know, sharing his art with the world and um, making a living from it. Um, and that's pretty much it. I have a, a wife, a beautiful son who just turned nine months old yesterday and time is going fast. I'm, as you can see, the gray hairs are really starting to, starting to come in now, but it's a blessing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a good place right now. I did notice that Anthony. I said, Anthony get a little gray, but it hey, look, <laughs> look, <laughs> this, woo. I'm like, this little man, sometimes he sleeps, sometimes he doesn't, sometimes, he, you know, the nanny's only here till five. So, you know, my wife works from home, so I got to take, you know, if I'm not working on anything, I got to, I got to, I got to be a dad. So, yeah, exactly. but exactly. I wouldn't change it for the world, though. Exactly. But it looks good on you. And you know what, Anthony, we got a couple of things in common. You're mm -hmm. from Indiana. I'm originally from Ohio. Okay. Yes, Southern Ohio, Cincinnati area. Cincinnati, okay, about what? 
hour and a half away. Exactly. You know that commute. I know about Kings Island and okay. what you know about it. I, we used to go there after prom. Like yeah. that was the trip after the day after prom, shoot up to Kings Island. Yeah, I know about it too well. Yes, I know that's right. Yes, Kings Island. You all, Kings Island, for y'all who don't know, it's an amusement park. It is the place to be during the summertime. To me, it is the best amusement park in the United States of America. But, you know, I am a little biased. It's all good. <laughs> With that. And then we both are in Atlanta. We're both in the A. And then you said you moved here with $400 in your pocket. When I moved out to California, I too moved with four hundred dollars in my pocket. Wow! You moved to Cali with four hundred dollars. Cali. Now I did have wow. a roommate. I did have a roommate. But still, four hundred dollars in Los Angeles. You were in LA. I was in Palm Springs. I was in the desert. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but still, that's still. who talk about faith. Yeesh. Facts. Facts. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Anthony, again, I'm so glad to have you here today. We're going to discuss, you had posted this, and when you posted this on your social media, I was like, we have got to talk about this. You posted, it had Will Smith, and it said, this got to be why men don't open up about their mental health. And then on the side, it said, it had Tyrese, and it said, when Tyrese had a mental breakdown online, in regards to not seeing his daughter in two years, people laughed at him and he became a meme. meme. Then it had a picture of Kanye and it said, when Kanye West had a mental breakdown on TV, people called him crazy and he too became a meme. Then with Will Smith, it said, the world watched Will listen to his wife, tell him live that she had an affair. People laughed at Will and he also became a meme. And then it said, yet yeah, folks wonder why men don't open up about their mental health. When I said that, I literally got up and raised my hand. I'm like, Anthony, yes, because this is so true. Why do you believe that that is? Well, we live in a society now that weaponizes transparency, your vulnerability, and we live in a social media age. And... It's no fun when the rabbit got the gun. It's, it's all fun and games until it happens to you. Uh, you never see, you know, when someone passes of like cancer, take this for example, it's like, ah, you know, but when somebody in your family is going through it, now you wanna make the blankets, you wanna run the 5Ks, you wanna wear the pink ribbons, you're a breast cancer awareness uh, advocate and all these things. So it's no different when it comes to things that aren't really happening in your life or you can't relate to it. And that is where compassion comes in. You know, uh, I stopped using the word crazy a long time ago uh, just because it's very dismissive. It means that I don't understand this person and I'm not gonna go to the depths to try to get to understand this person because they don't get down the same way I get down or they do something that may, I may seem outlandish or over the top or quote unquote crazy. So I give them, an, I give them a, a label and it's not to, it's to help me feel better about the decision about them. You know what I'm saying? So it, 
it, it gives me the, oh, well, that person's just crazy. And I don't think about it anymore. Rather than to say, yo, you know, yo, king, yo, queen, everything all right with you? You know, everything going all right? No one does that. Imagine if somebody asked you, you asked somebody how their day was going, and they really told you how their day was going. You probably feel a little uncomfortable. Your natural response is to be like, I'm good. And as far as, as men, especially black men, you could be going through so much, but you got the weight of the world. And I'm not, and somebody DM me this the other day. It's no different than black women. I'm like, yeah, we get it. But that's just like white people talking about all lives matter instead of black lives matter. I get it. I understand, but I don't walk in a black woman's shoes. I walk in a black man's shoes. And I know for, for me and some people that I know, we got to be tough. We can't show that vulnerable side because we're raising sons, we're, you know, providers, we're um, supposed to be the strength. And the world, this country was not made for us. And no, we feel like no one cares about what we go through. You know, just get the job done. Do what you gotta do. Ease your aches and soothe your discomforts with doTERRA's top-selling Deep Blue Essential Oil Blend of wintergreen, camphor, peppermint, and blue tansy to provide a comforting sensation of cooling and warmth. Click the link in the show notes to learn more. Um, for example, with me, uh, this past summer or last summer, a lot of stuff was happening in my life. Uh, I was in the process of buying our new home. My wife was pregnant uh, and my mother had passed and then had to go back to film. So I was kind of like in a dark place for a while and I'm still dealing with that. Um, but I knew, yo, you got to, you got to, you got a son coming into this world. You don't have time to grieve. I didn't have time to grieve for my mother really. And I, I didn't have time to grieve for my father who passed the year before, because I had to go right into the bubble and start filming again. But as a black man, it's like, bro, my dad used to tell me the world's gonna continue to turn rather, it, it, even if you have a bad day, you know? And to an extent, it's a good, um, saying but also it can be toxic because you're you're keeping all that stuff inside and we just saw will smith slapped a grown man walked up on stage at the biggest night in hollywood now mind you he's done 50 million things the right way facts the right way he was married to his ex-wife and they had a kid you don't have a bunch of kids running around. You don't hear anything about this man, but all that stuff festering and you just say, you know what? I can't take it anymore. But that 0.5% that he did wrong, everybody's using that to weaponize it. They're trying to cancel it. And it goes to show you as a black man, if you do get out of line one time, you could do a million things right, but that million and one, it's weaponized against you. So we also walk a fine line because I put a post up, nobody's talking about taking Woody Allen's 
stuff. Nobody's talking about Roman Polanski. Nobody's talking about these people. But when you're a black man, you have to walk a, not even a, it, it is a pinstripe line. It's not even a straight line. It's, it's a small pinstripe line. And we have to do that. And so when it comes to our mental health, we feel like no one cares, you know? And we, like I said, we use with social media, when somebody goes through something, we weaponize, especially celebrities, because the average person thinks that this life that these celebrities live is perfect. They do the right thing. They say the right thing. They're going to red carpets. They have money. They're wealthy. They, you know, they drive nice cars. They're working. They're in the public eye. And they don't realize that sometimes, you know, like Denzel told Will, when you're at your top, that's when the devil comes looking for you. You know, you get access to different things. You get people in your circle that aren't good for you, you know? And so when I saw that meme, I was like, yo, this, this is speaking to me, you know, and I'm very cautious about now that I have a family, I don't, I'm, I don't try to be as transparent because I see how people weaponize it against you. I could do, like I said, I could do a million, th million things right. That one time I have a human experience because everyone gets mad. Everybody gets sad. Everybody you know, has a breaking point. The minute that happens, oh, bah, 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 he's this, he's that. Oh, and it's like, you know, I got a, I got a son who has to look at me. And these things, these clips, they automatically go to YouTube. Years later, oh, let me pull up when Will Smith smacked, 20 years from now, let me pull up when Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. But you're not pulling up all the money he's given to charities, all the things he's done, all this because negative news is what sells. I've always said, I could go inside of a building and save four children from a burning building. But the minute me and my wife may get into an argument out in public, that's the news. That will be the news for like, you know, days. Whereas I saved four children out of a burning building and it makes it's news for 15 minutes. Facts, facts. First, I want to say condolences regarding the loss of your mom and the loss of your father. Um, I know we've had some conversations. I, too, have lost my dad. And in the current health experience of my mom, I feel like I've lost a mother, even though she's present with me. But I want to give my condolences to you in regards to that. Thank you. And... You all, there's so much that Anthony said, and I really want you all to allow it to land because it's so true. When it comes to celebrities, people in the spotlight, I've been around so many because I used to be a makeup artist and such. And they are human just like us. As my significant other says, they put on their pants the same way they have to show up to work the same way, but we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, right? Just like how you said with filming, you just lost your parents one year after the other, but you still had to come to work. You still had to perform. They're just like us. It's just the fact that because they're more in the spotlight, 
it's more, their life is more so exposed to the world than ours. That's why you don't hold another, another human up on a pedestal. And it is so sad, the fact that Will will always, and this is the peak of Will's career. I believe this is his first Oscar. Oscar. Is that accurate? He's been nominated two other times, but this is the first time he's won. First time he's won. Bel Air is amazing. Have you seen Bel Air? I haven't had a chance to check it out. Um, somebody, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, but somebody I put on Twitter, I said, I put our cast picture up. Uh, after we rapped, we hung out that night, and I put our cast picture up, and I said, the dopest cast on TV. And somebody, there's a lot of people saying, you're right. And then a lot of, one person said, nah, I, I humbly disagree. And then they showed the Bel Air cast, and I was like, man, forget that shit. No, I'm, like, I'm going to check it out, though. I'm going to check it out, because I was intrigued off of the um, the original trailer when it dropped, like, the concept of it. I was like, wow, Bel Air and a in a, a drama, that'd be interesting. And then Will, like I said, Will has done so many things right. And that, you know, he he saw this trailer. He's given people opportunities that never probably would have had them. And he, we're gonna look at him as he smacked Chris Rock at the Oscars. And then on the other side, Chris Rock made a show about him getting bullied as a child. So that's trauma right there. So you get bullied not only as a child, but you get bullied on the biggest stage in Hollywood. We are womb and black owned and operated herbal apothecary with a simple mission, healing our communities one being at a time. We are the Highlands. I'm Ro. And I'm Akila, and we are Highland Spices, the Herbal Sanctuary. We specialize in handcrafting herbal remedies and spiritual tools to help shift and pioneer the healing taking place among our people. Our mission is simple, to heal our communities one being at a time. Here, we will teach you to plant seeds for your higher self. Here, you will find tools to no longer search outside of yourself for answers already within. You will learn to search your own gardens and to weed out what no longer serves you. You will find informational blogs, herbal remedies, inspired thinking, working rituals, medicinal medicines, goddess lamps, classes, hands-on programs, community building, and much more. Here at the sanctuary, we will plant, weed, toil, blossom, and harvest together as one body carrying one mission to heal and wholeness. We, we invite, invite you to, to take, take this journey, journey with us. For those wanting to make the choice to start healing today, enjoy a 15% off coupon by using the code wholeness44. That's W-H-O-L-E-N-E-S-S-4-4. Visit our shop and allow Holland Spices to show you nature's way. We'll see you at the sanctuary. So how are you processing that? You know what I'm saying? It's like, am I condoning what Will did? Absolutely not. But I also get it to the point where you have a breaking point and it's not for up for me to speak on anybody's marriage but my own. Um, but I couldn't imagine my wife pretty much telling our business. That's why I said when people are transparent, it can be used. Some people appreciate transparency and other people use it to weaponize. They use it against you. You know, it's like me telling you some a secret of mine that I haven't told anyone. And it's embarrassing, you know, but 
we you're like okay cool and then all of a sudden we get into an argument and then you're like oh that's why i got it got it got it it's like wow you know that's what people do and so i couldn't imagine what both those brothers are going to and everybody's talking about well will smith is a made man and chris rock's ticket sales are going through the roof i'm like that sometimes i wish everybody was a celebrity facts it would go on that list right of i would say be a celebrity have worked in the service industry, like either in a store, in a restaurant, like with customer service, yeah. Because these aren't weak people to get to this point. Nobody is a a weak-minded individual. Do you know how many rejections, how many, there's people who wanna act and I'm like, dude, are you used to work, do you like the word no? (laughs) Do you enjoy the word no? Because you're gonna hear that a lot. No matter how good you look, no matter how talented you think you are, you're going to get used to that word no. If you, if you, there's people who can't take rejection from the opposite sex, and it ain't even got to be rude. It doesn't even have to be rude. It can't. It has, It's just like no, thank you. Oh, because you know why? You're showing vulnerability. I'm putting myself out there. Excuse me, ma'am. Can I buy you a drink? Oh no, I'm good. Thank you. Automatically, you process that as you're ugly, you're too short, you're this, you're that, my clothes are whack. Imagine that highlighted on a huge scale, on a huge scale. You go outside, everything you put on. Like when I first started getting noticed, like I just told you before we jumped on here, I'm like, yeah, about the picture. I'm like, I don't take myself so serious. But then I realized like sometimes when you don't got a haircut and you just thinking you just Anthony Dalton walking down the street or going to the <laughs> store and then like 10 people notice you and they, that's their first encounter with you and they take a picture and you look like trash. It's like, oh man, I better put some effort into it now because the game has changed now. Bad. There was a time where I could, you know, I don't might care who I am. I don't care. You just throw on the hoodie, go to grocery store, pick up. Throw on every, you know, some sweats, some some J's, and hit. now it's like you gotta actually care about your appearance, not just for you, but because someone may want a picture with you, and that is their only, you know, it's like they say, you only get one time to make a first good first impression. Mm-hmm. That goes like that. So I wish everybody was a celebrity for like a month. And me and my wife had this debate. We had a debate a while ago. I said, you know what? I wish there was no privacy setting on Instagram. Mm. Because people would watch what they talk about Mm -hmm. or who they talk about. Mm -hmm. Because you talk about, you know, somebody's a celebrity's wife, kids, their situation. Let me go to your page. You cry. Let me go to your page. You know what I'm saying? And and I I'm coming with a hundred and something thousand followers. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Two, you know, a million followers. And I'm coming on your page, looking at your life. You would never post anything again. Period. <laughs> because it's easy because we throw stones and then hide our hands. Mm. You know, it's the same thing with people. You know, and I, 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 I don't wish this, but I told people, I said, nobody's going to realize how much of a genius Kanye West is until he's gone. That's when we notice, that's when we appreciate our kings and queens, when they're gone. That's when we, oh, everybody talked about Chadwick. Oh, he's thin. Ugh, he looked this, roasting him, not realizing he's battling an illness. And then you, the same people 
talking junk about this man, but you're the same person when he passes. Oh, my, you know, rest, rest well, King, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you know, and that's where it's just some, I want people to practice more, you know, empathy. You know, just because you're not going through it, it's like the saying says, they say, I can't imagine. You're right, you can't imagine because you're in the, you're not in their shoes. You're not in these people's shoes. These people, the people that you are disrespecting have wives, husbands, kids, mothers, fathers who have to look at this stuff, you know? And it's embarrassing and it's hurtful, but no, everybody wants to get a laugh out of it, you know? And it's, it's, it's just, we live in this society where we think something's funny in the moment until it's no longer funny anymore. Mm-hmm. And that usually comes with something tragic. You know, nobody's asking, is Will Smith okay? You're just trying to take away everything from him. Oh, he should give his, they should make him give his Oscars back. They should make him, and this isn't even a black or white thing. You know, we all go through, no matter, you know, depression doesn't have a color. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't have a race. Every anyone can be depressed. Like I said, I fell into depression. And me being fully transparent, like I not too long ago, I recently started enjoying my son. Meaning going through that dark place to where it was just like, you know, and once again, being transparent. I was ready to like, I'm out of here. You know, I'm, this world will be better. It'll be good without me. My wife got a good family. She'll be good. She'll be, she'll be straight. Because my mother was my best friend. My mother told my sister something years ago. They were getting into an argument. My mother said, I know what life is like without you. You don't know what life is like without me. And it's so true. So facts. I don't know. I'm learning what life is like without my mother. I'm learning that I can't, I don't get that, that birthday voicemail anymore. The first person that calls me on Christmas and the fact that she tried to hold on to see her grandchild. My mother passed on Father's Day last year. My son was born July 6th and my birthday is July 1st. My, bro- my, my, my son was born the same day my father passed. So all of this, I was in a dark, a dark spot. But now realizing, you know, talking to God, talking to my, talking to my mother's spirit, you've been blessed in so many ways. Are you ready to end it because I'm not here anymore? Mm-hmm. I could tell her I'll beat your ass. That's like what you say. Like you're being, you're that's selfish. You have a whole son to raise. You have a beautiful, healthy son. You have a beautiful wife. You just bought a beautiful home. You're on the number one show on television. You have friends and family that love and care about you. You have people that look up to you. Facts. I was about to say that right there. Yep. You know, and I get it. It's not that. I'm not appreciative of that, but when you're in it, when you're going through it, it's, it's, it's something that only God can help you get out of. You can go to counseling and I mean, it's good to talk to people. I'm not gonna, and talk to life coaches and, and uh, 
people that just listen and understand and hear you out. But I said when my my mother's best friend, she just passed. She was like an aunt to me. So she just passed. And my I call him my brother. He lives in Miami. He's going through this. He's a news anchor in Miami. And and I told him, I said, this is a fraternity slash sorority that no one wants to be a part of, but we will all end up being inducted into. It sucks. But, you know, you have that that is our our parents job to raise us, to put us in a position where we're good men, good women. And then so they're so you'll be fine when they do transition. And looking at it hindsight, my mother did an amazing job looking at where I'm at now, going from having $400 in my pocket, moving to a city that I knew nothing about, no job lined up, to being on the number one show on cable. Like, what am I, you know, complaining about? And I mean, there's going to be, there's days that I'm just like, yo, my mother's number is still in my contacts as the number one, you know? I still pray for my mother as though she's still here. Even that, someone can weaponize that. Oh, you soft, you a mama's boy, you did, you know, people, everybody on this earth isn't, <laughs> isn't a good person. You know, not everybody, there's a bunch of beautiful, good people on this earth, but there are people who like mess there's blogs that make a lot of money based on mess, waiting for someone else to mess up so they can report it. But what you have to do is embrace the people that actually, you know, give a damn about you, you know? And the nurturing, it's the nurturing yeah. of a mother. You know, it's, it's difficult when a father mm -hmm. passes too, but a mother has that nurturing aspect. Yeah. And you're a cancer, yeah. right? Yeah. And cancers are very nurturing yeah. individuals. And I'm sure a lot of that you learn from your mother. And if I may, Definitely. may I just speak on that, your, your situation? I just want to give you some words of healing, some words of encouragement. Something that occurred to me when this happened in your life is the fact that in the midst of death, there is birth. And look at all that has been birthed from the deaths, right? You have a beautiful, healthy baby boy who I truly believe the spirit of your mother and the spirit of your father live with inside your son. That's just something I'm very intuitive. And that's just something that I saw, especially like when you post him and just his smile, so much personality, a gorgeous wife, beautiful inside and out, beautiful home, the number one show, all of this happened so close together. And your mom, and we call this because I also do some some grief coaching as well. And we call this we call it a new normal. But I want to talk about that phrase, because when we say that phrase, sometimes it can be triggering to people. It's the fact that where it is a new normal, because like you just stated, I'm learning how 
to go forward in life without you tangibly, but she is here spiritually and she's communicating with you through the spiritual realms. And I'm sure there have been many instances where it, where you're like, that's mom, that's mom communicating, even maybe in your son, right? Even maybe in your beautiful family. And that's the thing because I've had a lot of loss in my life, but how I look at it is I have an army in the spiritual realm and my grandma's leading that army. Now she, she the sergeant. Okay. She said, look, troops, let's go. We're going in. And I see your mom doing the same exact for you. And whatever comes next, because there's so much that's on the horizon for you, Anthony, I truly believe that you're just a beautiful individual. You all, I encourage you to follow him and watch his lives when he does go live on his Instagram page, because when Anthony goes live, Anthony has something to talk about with meaning. I love, I'm one of them ones that be <laughs> hanging on. To sometimes I I on. Yeah, sometimes on. I can get a little long with it, but I appreciate it. But it's amazing because you have so much insight to share and so much to say from experience. Maybe consider having a podcast because I really believe a lot of people would listen because you have something true to say and you're so relatable. And with that Cancerian vibe, there's that nurturing aspect as well. So maybe that's something to consider. Hey y'all, Pink Lady here. I'm a podcast producer, director, coach, and host. And I wanna tell you all about my production company, Pink Lady Productions. We collaborate with creatives like you who are driven to share your message by launching your podcast from A to Z and coaching you through the process. To learn more about our services, check out our website at pinkladyprod.com. That's P-I-N-K-L-A-D-Y-P-R-O-D.com. Everybody keeps telling me you should, you know, go into. I'm like, first of all, I'm I can't be a life coach. I'm <laughs> I can't. I mean, I fall short. I can't tell somebody <laughs> I fall short sometimes. I'll be like, Ugh. so wait. So look, coaching is not about if you haven't fallen sh- fallen short. That's actually more of a reason for you to be a coach because with coaching, you can only take people as far as you've gone. Anthony, you've gone very far from having, and this is just what I know. I know there's so many things I don't know, but just what you've stated here, the fact that you've lost both parents, the fact you've went from $400 in your pocket, I believe even the story of how you got here, you got here with intention to be on a Tyler Perry production. Yeah, I, I, I spoke that I was going to work with TP. And you manifested it. So you're a man, you went from $400 in your pocket to a manifester. 
with a beautiful family, a healthy son, and so much more beyond that that I don't even know about. So you can really guide people. It's all about guiding people on their journey. And the thing is this, in coaching, we still work on our stuff. I'm at the ocean floor right now working on more because as you know, since working with Kevin, <laughs> more has come up for me. And I've never seen him mad. I, I'm like, bro, how can I get there? Like not a petty, spiteful, vindictive, hateful bone in that brother's body. Like, I'm like, man, like I, I even asked him one time we were filming, I said, I said, do you have bad days? He was like, no. I was like, what? Like, are you serious? He was like, no, I don't. I said, I said, okay, what if somebody talks about your son? He was like, they don't know my son. So why would I? I'm like, bro, <laughs> I'm all, sometimes in my comments when I post trip, it could be something like, <laughs> my wife has a thing on people talk about his ears because he has my ears. And it's like, oh, that's his twin. Look at his ears. And she kind of gets a little tight. And I'm like, like, they're not saying it like he's a freak. They just saying he got my ears. But certain things, I'll be like, what you mean by that? Like, he has none of that. And But I also know Kevin wasn't always like that. You know what I'm saying? He worked on himself. And I'm like, you know, if I could get to a place of that because I told him I said I'm gonna go on probably one of your retreats one day I gotta I gotta gear up for it though you know what I'm saying like even with me being a part of Kevin Seaman working with him he's the same way when it comes to work I have never worked with I've never had somebody in leadership and worked for you know you know have a leader that is literally so aligned like this is like the this is like the dream job that everybody wants with i'm like can you do a leadership course <laughs> for all leaders because it's amazing but i highly encourage you you know check that out i know you, you know you got kevin's number and everything um he'll let you know when the next one is but truly that is it starts there because that's where it started for me and somebody said something i saw something the other day said denzel said it he said, when you're doing the things wrong, they say the devil will be like, no, leave him alone. He's good. It's only when you're trying to correct bad behavior or you're trying to get better or align with God. That's when he's like, whoa, whoa, come on back over here. Come on back over here. Being famous early, a little bit of that devil kind of, you know, jumped up like, hey, man, people know who you are. They giving you free so I was like, oh, you know, but being a father now, which changed me greatly and a husband, it's like now I have somebody who's looking to me, you know, and what do you want to, you know, my father was in my life, but he, he wasn't like the dad to play catch and you know, I knew where he, who he, who he was. I mean, he was in my life, but he wasn't like we got better as we, I became an, when I became an adult. We came, became friends more so than, yo, that's my dad. You know, that's my daddy when I was little. Yeah, um, 
And I told my wife, I said, you know, regardless of what happens, you know, with us, my son will always have an active father in his life because my dad wasn't an active father. He was a father, but he wasn't an active father. So like, there's not a, a game, a recital, <laughs> anything that I will miss, you know, and now my family comes first. Now the shift is, it used to be, you're an actor and everything goes into acting. Everything, you know, you, you, cause you can be, as an artist, you're selfish. You can afford to be selfish, especially if you have no one to, that depends on you, you're selfish. So therefore, you know, it was all about me. Now with my son and my wife, it's like, no, everything, you know, they're taken care of first. I'll, I take myself last. So it's, it's the new pecking order is God, family, you know, my career, you know, and then me, you know, so things have changed. And it's also the fact that it's not even that you're putting yourself last. It's just that you're dedicating time to them, right? Because it's not a sacrifice. It's just the fact that you're dedicating your time to them, you know, because you don't sacrifice. Just because you're on set working doesn't mean you're sacrificing time with them to do work because that's what, that's what keeps the household flowing, right? It's just the fact I'm dedicating my time here. And then once that's wrapped, I'm dedicating my time to you all. I want to ask you, Anthony, what is a life verb that you live by? And also what is the rooting system that anchors you? So what is your anchorage? What roots you? What has kept you present and kept you grounded in the midst of the waves kicking up around you? I would say lead with love. Everything I do, even when I'm angry, I'm angry because nine times out of 10, it's when I do get angry, it's based out of love, a love for the topic that I'm angry about, a love for the person. Because if I didn't love you, I wouldn't even waste time getting angry. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's like me getting angry with somebody online. It's like, you don't know me. Eh, okay. Um, but everything, I feel like, everything is based out of love, even hate. Even hate is based out of love in my eyes because the reason why you hate something is because nine times out of 10 is probably because you once loved it. You once, you know, relationships. Oh, I can't stand her, I hate her, I hate him. You once loved them. That's why you feeling like this. Um, yeah, I do everything out of love. I love what I, I do. I, I love my career. I love being an actor. I love being an artist. And I do it through love. Um, even the character on the show, everything he does is out of love. Everything. The reason why he got pissed in season, you know, shit, when isn't he mad? Um, <laughs> when isn't he mad? But he keeps getting triggered. Yeah, okay. he keeps getting triggered. But it's based off of one woman <laughs> that he loves and cares about. Hey, it's Coach Zen here. 
And you know that I'm an intuitive internal development coach for all women. You know that what I do is that I help to debunk the myths, resolve the traumas, and live from truth so that you can create and reshape your life. I guide you in living from truth and not living from the false beliefs and the stories that you tell yourself. And I've been trained by the best of the absolute best. I guide you on how to channel your power, deepen your connection with self, and envision all that is possible. Release this cloud of suffering, you all. And do that by caring for the interior parts of you. Again, that's your inner self. A community is essential and so vital in living a healthy and productive life. That's why I also provide a women's circle that's made up of women with a similar spirit dedicated to living in their higher self and expanding into the more of themselves. And these women are actively creating the life and outcomes that they want. We are a global community that has a powerful virtual bond to support one another. If you are ready to create sustainable change in your life or reshape your life, visit my website that is linked in the show notes or email me at contact lifeverbs with an S at gmail.com. Your first session is F-R-E-E free. Yeah, so everything I do is rooted in love and something that anchors me, I mean, it's, it's God. And I'm actually starting to, I've never looked at myself the way others may look at me, if that makes sense. I've never, I don't even like calling myself a celebrity or famous. Even my wife, she's like, it's, when we hired our nanny, she told her, like, you know, my husband, it's kind of weird me saying this, but my husband's a celebrity, you know, because, you know, NDAs and stuff like that. And so she was like, my husband's a celebrity. And we both kind of look like, yeah. Like, because I don't see myself the way others see me. I'm like, it, it sounds so narcissistic and pretentious. Oh, I'm a celebrity. I was like, like, you're Anthony Dalton from Indianapolis, Indiana. And I keep friends, they let me know, like, you're like certain things. I'm just starting now to walk in that because when God gives you something, don't bypass it you know don't treat it like it's a blessing like it's nothing yes i am a celebrity i've worked hard to get here i haven't done anything to compromise who i am as a person spiritually physically mentally all of this is is god and so don't i have to learn not to downplay that like you know it's nothing it's it's truly something now it only goes into that realm of, you know, <laughs> pardon my French, but being an asshole by treating people less than you. I tell my wife this, I said, you're, you're bougie. And she's like, what? I was like, no, it's not a bad thing. I said, bougie is you being uh, accustomed to a certain lifestyle. There's people who like nice things who, you know, you, you, you like a nice house, you drive a nice car, you, you, you like nice things. That doesn't mean 
that you're it's wrong with that but stuck up is looking down on somebody who cannot afford those nice things and that's one thing i will never do i realize that i am blessed but that does not mean that you can't be blessed or other people can't be blessed i worked hard to get to where i am and if you believe that god doesn't make mistakes this was not a mistake he could have chosen anybody else to play calvin he could have chosen anybody else to to you know uh, be the father of a beautiful son and be the husband of a beautiful wife. He could have, but he chose me. So I'm just, I'm starting to walk into it and lean into it more, but not lose myself in it, if that makes sense. But God is definitely, he's blessed me a thousand times over. And, you know, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm grateful. I'm appreciative. And, you know, that's what really anchors me. And sometimes when I do get a little bit, can can start swaying out of pocket. I remember when I got my car one time, my, when I first got my car, I was working on another show and this car cut me off. And it was a, you know, it wasn't a nice looking car. And I just started going in like that piece of yada, yada, yada. yada. And then I literally checked myself I'm like, hold on now, brother. You weren't always driving a nice car. You remember when your car couldn't make it from point A, to was holding on by a thread. Humble yourself, brother. Do not look down because, you know, you don't pray that it can happen, but it can always go, you can always go backwards. Don't ever think that you're too big and don't ever underestimate where your blessings come from. So that is what keeps me you know, level-headed in this whole, because this business is crazy. This business will have you buying stuff that you don't really want based on how someone perceives you. They'll have you spending your money on silly investments because, you know, you should be doing this. And there's a bunch of people who latch on and, you know, and I, I thank God that he has kept those people away from me. And he also knew, he also knew that, I couldn't have been a young man with this, 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 you know, like a young, young, like 25, 24. Nah, not with a number one show and you know, wife, kids. Oh no. <laughs> the streets need me. <laughs> Shoot. I ain't about to be on nobody's husband. Shoot, these strip clubs need me. I got this money in my pocket, the number one show. Big money Anthony coming in the house. Yep, that would be me. But he knew, like he knew. God only gives you things when you're prepared to, to have them. So even like certain auditions that I've gone on, I've never looked at it like I've lost an audition. I've never lost an audition. It just wasn't for me. And I blessed the brother who got it. You know what I'm saying? That was his blessing. It doesn't mean that I'm never gonna get something. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to be blessed again. It's like, I hate the expression once in a lifetime opportunity. I feel like that's crazy. That's you saying that God only will bless you one time in your life. And if you don't capitalize on it, you don't get no more blessings. It's like, he's not a genie. Yeah. You don't rub him and be like, yo, I get three wishes. I better make the most out of them. No. The thing is, is you will continue to be blessed if you treat people right, lead with love, 
God knows your heart. You know, God's not going to just be like, nah, you deserve this. And you, no, treat people right, put him first, and you'll be fine and work hard. Talent-wise, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm decent, right? Work ethic, extremely hard worker. But I feel that my blessings have come because of the way I treat people. There's not one person in this industry that I've worked with that can say Anthony was a diva. Anthony did this. Anthony is a horrible person because I treat from the PAs to the producer to the people that are emptying out the trash in my dressing room. They know that they are appreciative. And it's not just because I want to be blessed. It's because it's the right thing to do. It's the thing that Jolie Dalton instilled in me. You don't treat anybody bad. What's wrong with you? Like I could, I could hear her if I ever did treat someone like they were less than me. We all have jobs in this world and no job is better than the other. One job may get more notoriety than another, but there's a reason why after every TV show or every movie, hundreds of names roll in the credits. And those people have to be on their A game to make what you do look amazing. It's just that you get the credit for it. But without those people, none of your stuff will work. And you are continuing to carry on your mother's legacy every day. Real quick, Anthony, just let everyone know where they can where they can follow you, keep up with what you got going on, okay? The movies, the shows, the music, the podcast. All the stuff you speaking into existence for me. I claim it. Uh, Y'all can follow me on Instagram at the real Anthony Dalton. Uh, Twitter, Anthony underscore Dalton, the number one. Uh, I think Facebook is the same thing. Um, yeah, I, I got some stuff in the works. Um, I'm actually getting into a little bit of branding something, a product that I'm about to, you know, I don't want to speak too much on it. I'm still, you know, working through the whole samples and getting stuff ready. But once it's available and once I'm ready to launch it, um, it'll definitely be something that people can use and people can afford, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, and honestly, I'm just focused right now. I mean, we just wrapped season five of the show. Uh, don't forget, uh, see the rest of season four will be premiering June 29th. We already got season five in the can, and it was greenlit. That's nothing but God, you know, for me, to, for us to have a show that not only did one season, but just did five, that's a blessing in itself. Um, right now, I'm just, you know, really trying to learn this, you know, this dad stuff. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning things and trying to be the best father I can be, trying to be the best husband I can be, and all the while balancing being an artist because now it's different. Now it's time. It's, it's, it's if I thought I multitasked before, having a child now and a house, and we've been in this house since June, and it's not together like we want it to. So just taking some time out to get that done. And um, yeah, just, you know, loving on my family. That's the big thing right now. Everything else will fall into place. Um, TV, movies, podcasts, everything else. I'm still going to be auditioning. I'm still going to, you know, uh, jump on my IG lives. 
you know. Thank you. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, if you ever want to sponsor a podcast episode, let me know with your product. Maybe provide a promo code because we have quite a following okay. of you all here for sisters. But thank you. And I'm so glad that you were here. And I would love to have you on again. So thank you, Amanda. Anytime. Thank you. You all. Wasn't that phenomenal? That was at so many gems, so much insight that Anthony provided for us. My question to you is, well, first I want to make this statement, have compassion for others. There's a term that says the grass is not always greener on the other side, but I like to say the grass is greener where you water it. So I ask you to water your garden, and I also ask you, how will you lead with love today? That's it. I would love to hear from you. Visit my website, www.lifeverbs, with the S, podcast.com to let me know how this podcast episode activated you today. Send in your lifer, the rooting system that anchors you, and any questions that you would like to be answered. Be sure to like and review this podcast wherever you listen to it. To learn more about my personal coaching services for women, to join the Women's Circle, which is a virtual, supportive, uplifting, and empowering group of women who meet monthly from all over the globe, and to receive my quarterly newsletter, visit my website, www.lifeverbs, with an S, podcast.com. Contact me on Instagram simple life verbs with an s podcast all this information is located in the show notes always remember to keep your soul hydrated and your spirit fortified